0: Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day two with my friend, Pastor Ingolf Schmidt from Leipzig, Germany. And so honored to have you with me, Pastor. Thank you. Your stories are so encouraging. And, uh, you know, I think most of us would admit or should admit that we're kind of spoiled in America. We've had things, you know, great, and no, nobody, even our poor people, are wealthy compared to many nations. And so, is so thankful uh, for what we have, and you went through a lot with communism and all that, and so it's, it's an honor to hear from thank you. So, well, Father, thank you today for speaking through Pastor Ingoff on day two, and we just come ready to receive what you have for us today, in Jesus' name, amen. I'll let you kick off with day two. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me here on the podcast. Uh, yesterday, we talked about that school was politicized and uh, full of ideology, And it was kind of a brainwashing thing, Uh, but uh, when I became 15 years old, 14, 15 years old, uh, I realized not everything they tell you is the truth. And you come, I came to a point where if somebody lied to you, you you never believed them again. And so I came to a point where I was wondering, uh, what are you saying? You know, it can't be not every American or every West German are bad people, but. And so I started listening to West German radio programs or I made a little antenna and uh, watching some West German TV. And the communists, they didn't like that. And sometimes they came to my father and they talked to him because my father was a communist. And so they uh, yeah, talked to him and uh, I got in trouble a little bit about that. Yeah, then I, um, after school, I... Uh, Started a job as an electrician. I learned for two years to become an electrician, and then I received one day a letter and invitation to the communist army. Uh, the thing is, I by that time I didn't like to go to the army, but it was a law, and every uh, young East German boy had to go to the communist army. So that night when I received that invitation or that um, order to go, I got drunk and uh, because i hated that so much in the same time there was a young guy he was a christian he came to my company and we worked together and he was a real christian he was different than all the other christians i saw before uh, he was he was the real deal you know he was serious about christianity serious about his faith and so he gave me some material and I went to on. I remember uh, it was 1977 on the, uh, May 3rd. I went to the communist army, and they cut my hair off. And uh, I, I had long hair by that time, and uh, so and I hated to go to the army. So every night I started reading. He gave me that material and also a Bible. I every night I started reading the Bible, and I lighted up a cigarette, had a glass of vodka. And read, read one chapter in the Bible. After one chapter, I lighted up another cigarette and had another glass of vodka and read the next chapter. And so I was reading a lot of chapters every night. So, But then something interesting happened to me. And I, I say many times to the people, I say, never touch the Bible if you don't like to be changed. Wow. Because there is something with that book. It's God's word. Yeah. And if you touch it, if you read it, it will change you and so god changed my desires and i was addicted to read more every night every day and but it became known it became known to the other people they realized i'm reading the bible and that was something what, what nobody in that army camp in that army base did so one night uh, some officers came into my room there was nine other guys sleeping in that room and they searched my closet, and they found my Bible, and they said, this is anti-communistic material. We have to confiscate it. And I can't argue the Bible is anti-communistic, you know, mm-hmm. because it's uh, we as Christians, we put God in the center of everything. The communists, they put their communist doctrine in the center of everything. Yep. And so they took that Bible away, but a few days later I had another one. There was an army, uh, there was a Catholic church right next to us. And I, I called the guys. I said, hey, can you give me a, bring me a Bible? And say so they brought me one. And then they said, hey, we have on Friday night, we have a wine party if you like to come. And I said, guys, I have enough wine for the rest of my life. I don't need any more. But I was grateful they brought yeah, that Bible to me. And so I was reading again. And uh, so but now they treated me like I'm a Christian guy. So some nights people came in and they beaded me uh, the, during the night. Or uh, I remember one night there came an officer to my room and he said, uh, soldier, you have to go out and uh, water all the flowers outside. I said, sir, there's a heavy rain. He said, it's an order. So I was three, three o'clock in the morning. I was watering all the flowers during a heavy rain. Uh, and it was just stupid. But they tried to show me we have more power than you and we can break you. And so then I, or in, in another occasion, they had a party and they was drinking a lot of alcohol and there was vomiting people everywhere. Do you know who they call, uh, call to clean up the mess? The Christian guy. So I was not even a Christian by that time. And I didn't know why do they hate Christians so much. And But I found out, if you are a real committed Christian, nobody can control you. Because you are submitted to a higher authority. And, and that's, I think, was the danger they were afraid of. And so, but then one day I, I felt like my life is a mess. Uh, and so I, I I was in my room and I had my put my AK 47 down and I said, Jesus. Uh, this machine gun. I said, Jesus, I'm a mess. I know I need you, but I don't know how. How can I come in contact with you? I'm not even know if I'm qualified to be one of your team, you know. And so I said, Jesus, I'm here. If you take my life, take everything. And so He came in my life, wow. and I felt really good and. That day, and from this time on, my army time became much, much easier. He came in my life. I got problems there. I got people hated me there, but I knew Jesus is with me in that. Yeah. And so I kept reading the Bible and I said, Jesus, uh, here it said that I have to bring all my problems to you and you will help me, all my burdens, all my situations. And I said, Jesus, you know, I it's said here that you will fulfill all my needs. I said, My biggest need, I'm a guy. I I I need a girl. Can you help me with that? And so I had a little vacation, weekend vacation, and so I came home and visited my friend there, this electrician, Christian guy. And I, I he said to me, you know, in the Lutheran church there's a youth meeting. Do you like to go? I said, Of course. I said, are there some girls there? You know, if you pray for something, you should expect that God will help you and uh, uh, answer your prayers. And so he said, of course, there are more girls than guys. I said, let's go now. Let's go quick. And here we go. I saw that girl in the back, and I said, Jesus, hey, do you see what I see there? She is a beauty. Please help me. But then I was afraid after that service. I didn't pay any attention to that preacher. Uh, because I was so amazed about that girl. And I said, after service, I stepped up and she came down. and But I was afraid because I didn't know how to talk to a Christian girl. And I don't like to mess it up in the first minute, you know. <laughs> so uh, we talked a little bit. I introduced myself. And then I had to go to the army base again. And so after one and a half, um, excuse me, after probably eight months, my army time was over. And I went home, and
0: so I talk about this tomorrow. Amen. Now y'all have to join tomorrow to find out about what happened with this beautiful girl. So if you would pray for our listeners, oh, you know, yes, that.
1: Father, I thank you for every listener here. I thank you that, and I I am so grateful. You are uh, the God for, for for more than enough. Than enough, yes. you can fulfill all our needs. You can help us in every situation. And I don't know what kind of situation everyone is in right now, but you have the answers. Your name is Yahweh You are the provider. You provided Jesus. And that is more than enough for every situation. So bless everyone in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. You can contact Pastor Ingolf at www.ingolfschmidt.org. That's I-N-G-O-L-F-S-C-H-M-I-D-T.org. And folks, we sure do love you all. Looking forward to tomorrow. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.